everybody. Welcome back to Samp and Chance. I am Bobby Sampson, and joined with me, as always, is the man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. How are you this fine Sunday afternoon, Mr. Michaels? Doing pretty well. How about you? Can't complain, man. Just uh, wanted to get this quick at quick hit out today uh just to let everybody know what happened last night in the world of boxing primarily what happened between devin haney and george cambosis jr not the fight that i was expecting at all uh but before we get into that let's just break it down really quick so devin haney is now undisputed light ch lightweight champion of the world beating george cambosis jr by a 12 round unanimous decision two judges had it 116 112 one had it 118 110 uh total punch count for this so george who threw 180 who landed 180 punches against tiafimo only landed 100 out of 417 punches thrown in this fight 32 of those being jabs 68 eight of those being power punches Devin Haney, on the other hand, had 147 punches landed out of 588. 78 of those were jabs. He attempted 333 jabs. We'll talk about that in a minute here. 69 of those were power punches. Uh, Haney, Haney was throwing seven, was landing seven jabs out of 28 that he would throw in every round. Uh, the story of this was his jab. I, I think... Uh, he basically just started working behind that jab and uh, first couple of rounds, he was just kind of testing it out. Both of them, I guess, you know, we were trying to find the range or whatnot, but by the third round, I think Devin finally found his groove and he just worked behind that jab. And uh, you know, what I, what I expected from George Cambosos was more, you know, output and just kind of more brawling in the first few rounds there, but George just couldn't find his footing. He, just he absolutely got his ass it was a complete dominance, an embarrassment in his own country like that. I mean, he did a lot of talk, a lot of bravado. Obviously, he was listening to Freddie Roach and Pocky when they're training. Pocky never talked smack like that. I was saying in the press conference, I didn't like his attitude. I didn't like his swagger. Yeah, that's not who George really is. I don't know. I know he's trying to sell a fight, but, man, he maybe won two rounds of being generous. I had 11 to 1. That dominates. That domination reminded me of the time when Mayweather dominated my boy Gotti. Not quite as damaging. Yeah. Vicious fight was, but he just absolutely got his ass kicked. It was a master class session by Haney. Haney's the king, and, and uh, Campbell should hang his head in shame. You talk all that kind of smack and to put a performance like that, uh, it's not right, not acceptable, not well, at this level. How you talk like that? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it, embarrassing. It was it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing, but it didn't look embarrassing in essence if you looked at it. Like, I mean, yeah, he dominated him, but I mean, you know, it was just kind of like he just played with him all evening. Like he just worked behind that job. He wouldn't let him in. One can argue that, you know, uh, when, whenever he tried to come in, Haney would grab him and whatnot, but that's boxing. That That's the way it's supposed to be. You don't want to get hit by the other guy. And knowing that, you know, George is such a counter puncher as well. I mean, to be able to hold him at bay for the whole fight too. Like, George could not get anything going at any point. It was a masterclass session, and Haney was a teacher. George looked like a novice. I'll be honest with you, dude, after seeing that, makes me wonder if he just got a lucky night against Lopez, because he did not look very good at all last night. Well, I mean, he and goes all the way down. On a whole other level, but Cambosa, like, it sucks that there's a rematch clause, because nobody wants to see that. It was absolutely pathetic. For to talk that kind of smack and to perform like that, it, I don't like that. 
I was even picking Cambosa to win the fight, but I lost a lot of respect for him. Um, well, I mean, we are going to have the rematch. Unfortunately, it is going to happen. But I mean, how do you I prepare? Think, I don't what know if it'll happen do? right away because I think he might step aside for it because Lomo was, was going to get the winner of this. I think the rematch will happen. I don't know if it's right away. There'll be no money in it. Nobody wants to see it. He absolutely got destroyed from bell, opening bell to last bell in the 12th round. It was maybe got one round, two rounds if you're being nice. It, what a letdown for all the people in Australia. Like, it's one thing to lose, but to talk like that and to lose like that. I got to call it as I see it, man. And that was disappointing. Do you think he succumbed to the pressure as well, though? I mean, no, I don't think he's as good as he, I don't think he's as good as people think. I don't think he's as good as the hype. I think he got lucky against Lopez and we kind of all, everybody put him on this pedestal because he trained with Manny and he's a hard worker. And then he started talking all that kind of smack, which is not really him. And he got schooled. He got his butt whooped, man. I don't think he's as good as on Haney's level or Stevenson's level or even Lomo's level. Well, would you say this is kind of like what Ugas had done against Pacquiao and then having going in against Errol Spence and just being shown for what he wanted? Ugas got fight against Errol Spence and got both against Haney. Like, crap, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very disappointing. Like, 50,000 people in your backyard. It's one thing to lose, but to talk like that and get whooped like that, man. All props to Haney. That guy, is a, he's a gentleman. He's first class. He whooped his ass. Well, I mean, from from all the things that I've been hearing, like he's kept the same kind of energy from from a couple months ago in Vegas when he was training to when he came out to Australia. He just kept that same flow and energy. Um, having his dad in his corner probably did wonders for him as well. It, it didn't hurt, definitely. He would have whipped his butt about his dad or there. You, I were sitting there. He was on a whole other atmosphere. He just dominated that guy. But just he trained properly for it. He knew what he had to do, and he executed yeah. the game plan accordingly. Like I said, he stood behind that jab throughout the whole fight. Um, a casual fan would have probably thought this wasn't the greatest looking, you know, work that was out there to to showcase. But I mean, as a boxing fan, as someone who knows you and I know what we're watching, and mm-hmm. that that was a masterclass. Absolutely, he like definitely I said, not, he just, right. definitely not a very exciting fight if you're watching at the bar with a bunch of your buddies. But if you really enjoy the the craft of it and the artwork. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and Danny just kind of, wow. Danny just kind of, well, that's the thing, man. And he wow. showed himself to be levels above everyone. I mean, you know, was Lenaris a blip on, on the way? But, you know, yeah. it, it, it all kind of comes back to this now. Like you think about Lomotrenko loses to Lopez. Lopez loses to Combosos. Combosos loses to Haney. Like, yeah. I, how bad of a night did Lomo have against you? <laughs> I'm just thinking. Uh, <laughs> certain styles match up different, but Lomo's 34, so he's only got a few top years left. So he's supposedly getting the winner of this fight, which is Haney. So that'd be a great fight to see. Hopefully yeah, but see. it all depends on what they're going to do with that rematch. I mean, George is saying, yeah, I got once the rematch. Promoters, I want once it. Bob Aaron realizes there's no money in the rematch, nobody wants to see it. You got your butt whooped. You can't. I know the rematch clause is for Australia too, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Um, so there's no yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, 100%. In the actual pros. Uh, in the post press conference, there, you know, Aaron being the older statesman of the boxing world, you know, he he still talks like an old promoter, right? And uh, he's not afraid to say it. He said he's not a fan of rematch clauses. He hates no. them. Um, as much as I like Eddie Hearn, I probably would have to say that's the only knock on him that every fight he makes, he always adds a rematch clause into it, right? No. So, you know, in this situation here, we, we, we have a, one promoter who's already saying he's not interested in the rematch clause. Not when you see a fight like that. There's no need for that. 
right? You know, Camosa work his way back up, have a few more fights, and then you know, if you look good and earn your spot again, he's still young. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like his swagger. I said that I didn't like. But how much? Swag. How much step aside money would it take for him to walk away? Though that's the question. I don't know. I guess. I guess if he realizes, like, hey, dude, you can have a rematch, but it ain't going to be a pay per view. It ain't going to be many people in the building. You're going to lose yeah. a lot of money. And so, you can really see his frustration emerging. I think it was the eighth or ninth round where he grabbed his arm and held it so he could throw a right. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, that just bush league, in my opinion. Uh, unfortunately, I was surprised um, Campos wasn't doing more brawling, more, more, you know, coming at him more ferocious. He was trying to outbox him. He, I don't know why his trainers didn't he change. Couldn't, they, they were telling him to, you know, start going behind, you know, start using your left, start, start mm-hmm. using your right, start pulling out those weapons. But he just couldn't find the groove. I mean, it was just easier, easier said than done, man. But he was just watching him work, you know, Haney just working that trap, staying on the outside. He knew where to be at all times. I mean, his speed, his defense was amazing. I mean, everything was there. Um, and, and George had to reset constantly. You know what I mean? Like every time you thought he had an in, Haney, Haney would break it up. Haney would, yeah. would dodge a lot of punches. I mean, taking nothing away from George Combosis, he would have beaten the crap out of anyone else he fought that night. Yeah. Right? But he just couldn't get anything done. It wasn't a question of, you know, he, he just got frustrated. He, he was not prepared for that game plan. He was not prepared to be, and, and, and Haney's reach really came into play, man. That four inch, yeah. four inch reach yeah. really, really came to, to fruition for him. Even though Combosos is listed as taller, I swear Haney looked bigger in there, height wise and everything. Well, Haney looked way more muscular, way right? bigger. Yeah. Like, and you know, so that kind of leads me to believe now did George really miss weight? Or was that what he was saying, deception and then the gameplay? Like, I mean. I, I don't know, man. I, I, like you were saying, I was watching him there and he looked more muscular, bigger, bigger frame. And, you know, I want, I like him what he weighed into that fight because he looked big. He, must he looked great. Yeah. He looked great. Now, another question remains. Like, I mean, it is hard for him to make this weight. Do you think he sticks around now? That's the yeah, other question not, that's yeah, kind of coming up. Got all right? the belts. He's got all the belts. Does he stick around? Does he do this rematch? I mean, you know, I, at the end I don't of the think day, rematch is going to happen. Right? They're going to see Lomo first. And some, they're going to push this guy. They're going to push George aside and say, "Look, you're not going to get that much money for it." There's ways to. Um, he doesn't guarantee the purse. You got to sell the tickets, and the network's got to buy in before you get your guaranteed money, right? So there's not even much money in the rematch. Nobody wants to see it. Well, you know apps, let's you know? see. Let's see what happens. We're one day removed. I mean, the the clause does exist. It is there. Um, Unless step aside money is good and George decides to do it, I don't. The only reason I don't think George is going to step aside is because of his own pride. You know, like he lost yeah, at home and wants something to prove. We're not going to. We're not going to put all the money in. You're not going to get the same purse. Money talks in this business. Prize fighting. So I get it. I get it. But again, I mean, somehow let's see what they do. Let's see where they go. Let's see where Lola Bob is. Right. Bob Hearn's the most successful boxing promoter ever. Not, it's not even close. Eddie Hearn, Golden, De La Hoya, none of them even compare. He was promoting for these guys to be even born. Yeah, he knows all the tricks. Dude's been doing it for seven decades, man. I mean, he's yeah. been promoting since the sixties, right? So, I mean, the man knows his shit, obviously, well, right? Um, he just put fifty thousand in Australia, and before that, ninety-three thousand. He put in there, right, with his boy Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie Hearn and those boys can't even carry his bags. Not yet. Maybe in 20 years, but not right now. Hmm. Okay, so where do you see this going then? Where, where, where does everyone I think it's in? Lomo versus Haney next. That's what I think. And then maybe Stevenson will get the winner of that. I mean, Lopez is fighting in August. It's still the divisions. It's hot. 
Lottie yeah, yeah. Garcia and Javante were fucking tripping all night as well. Yeah, I see that. Uh, you know, they're they're going back and forth against each other. It was kind of funny because Garcia was trying to make him his friend and saying, hey, man, you know, like when we fight, you know, it shouldn't look like this. Like they were calling it a boring fight. I, I guess they have to because they want to promote their own well, brand and everything. I get what they're saying. It wasn't exactly branding iron hot. You know what I no, mean? No, but I mean, it, it was pure skill. It was, but if you're the average dude sitting there watching, this is boring. Yeah, it's like well, if you watch UFC and you watch two guys rolling on the ground five minutes. Unless you enjoy yeah. jiu-jitsu, boring, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it completely. I get it. But you know what? It wasn't a pay-per-view, uh, but it probably got a lot more eyes than a pay-per-view would have had anyway. So, I mean, either way, yeah. I think uh, Top Rank, ESPN, TSN in Canada, they had it on two channels, TSN yeah. 1 and 3. Yeah, so, cool. you know, so there's, there's no way around this, man. I mean, I think this probably did great numbers um, across the world. I mean, they yes. had it on Sky main event. Uh, it was kind of funny with the ESPN feed, though. They weren't showing all the fights. Uh, they spent a lot of time just promoting the main event and whatnot. I think the only fights they really showed were the co-main and um, the Haney fight. Sky Sports, on the other hand. Others. I just tuned in right in time for the start of the main event. I know watching the pre-fights. Yeah, I know. I, I watched the pre-fights as well. Pretty good card overall. Uh, Mahoney is for real. I think he probably had the best night out of all the Australians there. Um, Eugene Berman. I, I know that he's a UFC guy, City Kicks Boxing and everything. But a couple of the guys, he was cornering a couple of the guys in the undercard. Uh, yes. Eugene Berman is Adesanya's uh, trainer, Alex Volkanovsky's trainer. So this guy's got his hands in everything, eh? Absolutely. Yep. Wow. Eugene Berman, man. Champion of champions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cap off the Haney, man. Haney's the man of the night. He's the king of that division, and they looked amazing. So if you That's see, if it, if it is going to be him and Lomo, what do you expect? Or is it too early? Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen when we see these fights. I hope it is. I don't want to see that Cambosa again. Not in him. Cambosa needs a few other fights first and then maybe work his way back up, but he'll never beat Haney after seeing that, man. Here's something up. exciting. Garcia fights in July, right? Yeah, Fontana, right? So he wins that fight. Him and Tank should fight then. And then the winner of that fight should be taking on the winner of, I guess in this case, Lomo George or uh, Haney. Yeah, Lopez, if he wins this fight, he's going to get back in the mix here, too. He's going to get in the mix, but I think he still has some more proving to do because, I mean, if you think about it, he has not had a fight since he's lost the title, right? Yeah. George has now lost and defended it. Well, lost it in defense once, so he's got that one match on him. Lomo's had two fights, right? I mean, yeah. out, of, out, of all, out of all the guys, I think Lomo is the most deserving. I mean, since losing the title, he's come back twice, and now he's defending his country. So, I mean, it, it's his fight. It should be his yeah. fight, right? But let's see. Yeah, I agree with that. Hopefully they figure out what's going on in the Ukraine. But I think George, I think Tio Fimo, I think those two guys need to go. And, you know, at least Tio now he has to get this one fight under his belt, be convincing. Look good into it too. Look good into it too. Uh, George is clinging on with his rematch clause. One way or the other, that guy's going to make a lot of money off of this if he fights or if he doesn't fight. Absolutely. Yeah, he's getting paid. Okay. He's going to get paid regardless, but and I don't um, blame the guy for putting that rematch clause in there. You got to, he's got to protect himself. I get it, but there's nobody yeah. wants. It. I I think it would have made more money if it came back to the states, but the fact that they want to do it on Australia again, the fact that he set it up that way, I think that's the mistake. Yeah, right. See what they can do. Hopefully, they can get him to step out, step out for a bit. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But man, all right. So let's wrap this up really quick. Uh, I know it's Sunday afternoon. This is just a quick hit, but I mean, we love what we could do. So this might just turn into a full episode. Who knows? Uh, Ogawa, I was telling you off the air a couple of weeks ago that I would love to see him fight Shakir Stevenson. Well, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon, considering he no. got floored by Joe Cordino yesterday afternoon uh, in Wales. Wow. I didn't see that coming. Did you? No, I didn't watch the fight, but I've seen the highlights of it. Yeah, that was yeah. crazy. He slept him, man. He just very easily slept him. Hit him right in this perfect spot and way he went. There you go. So congratulations to Joe Cardina, who is now the bantamweight. IBF, uh, our friend Steve Molitor, he's got his title now. Yep. Um, I'd love to talk to Steve about this. I mean, his division is just killing it right now. Uh, a lot of the, right? There's just so much going on there. I would love to see his thoughts and, you know, what his take is on the state of the current bantamweights that are out there right now. You know, that's something I wanted to ask him. Like, how do you think you'd fare against these guys in your prime? Yeah. Good right? question. You know, well, maybe I'll ask him and see if I can get a quick hit with him and see if he's willing to come on quickly and share that with us. But uh, also Fulton won last night as well on Showtime. He won by unanimous decision, retaining his titles as well. So, a lot of bantamweight action last night, man. Uh, the super bantamweights, Fulton retaining his Night titles. Of the man. Night of the little man, man. But these guys are powerful. They'll beat the shit out of you and me any given day. Um, Not if I take them to the ground. They're like 130. I've got 50 pounds. <laughs> well, I mean, if, man, if we're doing just boxing, I don't think we stand a chance. No, I would throw, I wouldn't box them. I'd throw them down. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, man. All right, brother, man. Well, you know what? That's it. Uh, guys, reminder, tonight is Hell in the Cell as well. So just a quick... Uh, Heads up to that. A very raw, heavy Hell in the Cell. They have just one match on there from SmackDown. Uh, your boy, Corbin, and... Uh, Madcap. And Madcap. Uh, but other also than that... Also, Austin Theory versus Mustafa Ali should be a good one, too. I think that's going to be a good one as well. Uh, there is a little bit of concern. Apparently, Cody got hurt at the house show in Champaign, Champlain's, um, Illinois last night. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm hearing. I don't know. Um as soon as we're finished here, I'll put my wrestling hat back on and uh, start getting geared up for that. So, uh, yeah, expect to hear from us on Tuesday with the review of that show and the Raw that follows tomorrow night. So we will be back in your years on Tuesday evening. Absolutely. So I'm Bobby Sampson. And I'm Chance Michaels. And those who download, support like and subscribe and share our podcast in the words of the acdc we salute you absolutely thank you very much for that so guys remember if you can't find us just go to our instagram sam underscore chance you'll find our bio tree there so you can find all our links there's no excuses we're trying to make it as easy as possible for you guys to find us so in the words of one of probably my favorite commentators of all time, Mr. Ed Whalen from Stampede Wrestling. In the meantime and in between time, that's it for Sap and Chance. Have a great rest of your Sunday, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.